Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. Listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is churlish, is interesting, but stupid! Wrestling POV is your point of view, bring you 20 years of change in the wrestling business. From the spotlight to the polls, from birthdays to hot tech news. Wrestling news, rumors, and injury report Covered by the greatest in the whole damn sport This week in wrestling, who made the book? My second shot full pay-per-view points game Love, peace, and wrestling is what they're all about So sit back, kick back, and hear them all out I'm back Yeah, baby Groovy, baby Dynamite I'm back Yeah, baby yeah. yeah. I feel like it's been on a long vacation, man. South Carolina. It's like Mexico, the whole fucking month Texas. of summer. <laughs> been all over the face place, bro. <laughs> yeah, I have. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, but that, did you happen to catch uh, AEW, the pay-per-view? Yes, I did. And uh, what are you thinking about the uh, Ruby? So- we might as well talk about it now. Ruby yeah. Soho. Uh, Brian Danielson and Adam Cole. They, they, let me tell you something. Before you give me your thoughts, uh, I got to say this right now because I know we're going to talk about it later, but I want to talk yeah. about it now. He's saying that way too much already. Yeah. Way yeah. too much. It's like, all right, you know what? You, you barely said it when, when you was in NXT, and then you said it like six times in one line. Uh, uh, on the uh, AEW on uh, Dynamite, so stop. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Rick. No, I, I I thought it was huge. I thought it was a great pop for everybody. I thought I thought it was badass. Um, I'm really hyped to see what AEW does. Uh, we've seen people come in, debut, have a big pop, and then fizzle out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly think they are on the right trajectory to become uh, a household name. I think. Yeah. They, I think they're getting there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Now, let me ask you guys a question here. Do you think since Adam Cole keeps saying, well, this is the best faction in wrestling in general, do you think he's trying to take a shot at the Undisputed Era? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 that's well, he's still, he's still really good friends with Kyle O'Reilly. I know yeah, that. And Bobby Fish and, and Strong. I, I don't think he's taking shots at them. But did you guys hear this about Adam Cole? That the, the plan for Adam Cole, baby, was for him to be Keith Lee's manager on yeah, SmackDown. I, that was, that, that was next. That was a true. Yeah. It came out oh. not to be true. Oh, because that would have been terrible, That's, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because he's a good mouthpiece. And honestly, Keith Lee does need a good mouthpiece because we fucked with Keith Lee for the longest time. With the and salutations. And oh, having some like, Murgatroyd. Yeah, it's like, bro, no, no, that's not you. So, I mean, I don't know who started that rumor, but um, it did come to, you know, find out that uh, that was all false, mm. that, that that wasn't the case. Um, but you know what? I would <laughs> I wouldn't put it past fucking WWE to fucking pitch that shit. You know, <laughs> it's a terrible idea. It is yeah, a terrible idea. Well, yeah. think of it this way, too. Um, Adam Cole is not the biggest guy there. 
They even did an angle with Pat McAfee when McAfee was like, you know, calling him short and shit like that. And he wouldn't make it over there. And Pat McAfee even took a shot at Adam Cole. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that yeah. was hilarious, man. I was like, yo, this guy is too much. But my thing is this, is that, you know, again, and I'm going to keep saying this. AEW wants to be separate. They want to be their own. They don't, you know, but they constantly are taking jabs at WWE. Like yeah. even Adam Cole, he goes, there's no chance in hell. Like, yeah. who says that? Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Now you're going to be a dick about this, you know, even though, and it's funny because WWE was like, they said nothing but good things about Adam Cole. They said yeah. nothing bad about Adam Cole. He yeah. left on um, pretty much like how Dean Ambrose left. You know, he, yep. he made it out of his contract, and then that was it. He was like, nah, you know, I need some time off. Oh, something, bam, he's in AEW. Yep. So he did the same thing, Adam Cole. Yep. And then you take a jab, you still take that jab? It's like, bro. So yeah. being that we're on this topic, and I think this would be a good post, too, for next week, who do you guys think from AEW – is going to be the first one to go to yeah. WWE. Oof. Yeah. I think, then, honestly, I'm gonna need a week two people. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw out two people, <clears throat> and one of them is in my rumors. <laughs> um, the first one, I think, is Lance Archer. I think Lance that Archer. That would be a good signing. Okay. Yeah. And the other one, I think, is going to be Brian Cage. Ooh. Brian Cage. He's, a, he's exactly what Vince loves. That's why yeah. I'm saying that. Lance Archer is almost seven foot fucking tall. Yep. Okay. And he has the look. He has that menace. And, and he's a big guy. That's what right. Vince loves. So I think those two would be my pick. Those two would be my pick. So that we'll we'll leave that for the Facebook. See what the AEW fanboys say. Yeah. I think yeah. they're gonna say some shit like nobody's gonna go over there. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to leave AEW. It's perfect. Hey, money talks. Money talks. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is true. And then, of course, um, other things going around. You know, let's get right into the show. We've been babbling long, long, long enough. Uh, this week's spotlight, Darby fucking Allen. <laughs> yeah, I know he's it. your favorite. So we had to put him under the microscope. And uh, is he uh, overrated? Is Darby yeah. Allen overrated? Yeah, I already <laughs> said it. All right, next topic we got. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Darby Allen. I can't stand him. Yeah. I can't. And they're putting it every week. I'm seeing this dude. Yeah. I'm the seeing him on is, Dynamite. Seeing him on Rampage. Come on. Tony, as much as you hate him, he brings in the numbers. The how? fans tune in. How? I don't get it. I don't how is that possible? I was there. I was there. I was supportive of Darby Allen in the beginning. I said, I love the look. I love the creativity. I remember. I he does. And for me, it fizzled out, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't see it because it's not believable. It's His not, matches it's are not isn't. believable. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't get it. I think he is overrated. Um, I prefer Jungle Boy over Darby Allen, in my opinion. I do too. I agree. 100%. Um, yep. But uh, the guy, whatever the guy is doing is working for AEW. Let's just say that. But for me, it's not working. I think. If they had a cruiserweight division or a hardcore division, perfect, you know. Right. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Clay, what are your thoughts? Darby Allen overrated? Or not? I feel like he is. I feel like he really is overrated, and especially how you know Dynamite and Rampage is pushing this guy. 
to the to the moon and it's like dude you're 170 pounds soaking wet you made cm punk look like he was this big guy since you are so tiny he and- is a big guy he's the best in the world damn it <laughs> not that big but you know <laughs> but the thing is with me and i just thought of this in my head i feel like darby and i'm not comparing the two so just mm-hmm. hear, hear me out darby is the jeff hardy of aew the Shut kids. your ass. Now, hey, listen, <laughs> listen here. The kids are all in for Darby. You see half yeah. the face paint, and you know, yeah. he's got again the differences, the different look, um, the whole wrestling style. He's yeah. fearless. He is the Jeff Hardy, but of AEW. <laughs> and I feel like that's what uh fans are into is that like no fear. That whole style, that sort of thing. But yes, he is an overrated wrestler. Yeah. All right, Tony, you want to give us a little more in depth? He is overrated, you know. And and I'm gonna say this just like you know. I'm sorry because I'm gonna call a spade a spade. For the longest time, it was always WWE's throwing Roman down our throats and blah blah blah. What the fuck is this? Isn't this the same thing? Yeah. You can't tell me that Darby Allen is that credible that he deserves this kind of push that he's it's not believable put it that way i'll say it like that he's not believable he does he's a skateboarder dude that's trying to act like you know he has his face like you know whatever the fuck he's doing (laughs) it's like bro stop no you're not convincing me that you're a badass i'm sorry to say because i'll fucking flick you just like that and you'll go flying don't like I, I never liked him. I, I never saw it, it, maybe it's booking. I don't know. Maybe it's the booking, but I'm sorry to say CM Punk's first match is with him. Yeah. If CM Punk was 15 years old, he'd be my fit. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Shut your ass. No, he would not. You're a fucking liar. Yeah. CM Punk. If I was 15, that's right. No, get the hell out of here. There's nothing that screams Darby Allen that's like, oh my God, he's such a badass. Oh, I can't wait. The f- no, I don't like it. I don't like him. Vernon Hampton says, I'm not the biggest fan, but I wouldn't call him over. It. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Josh Sanders says, I think so. Like, he hasn't won me over yet. And AEW fans just got real behind him, and I haven't felt the reason to do that yet. Yeah, okay, fine. That's great. Sorry. Yeah, I don't like him. I never liked him. And I will. I mean, I think what it's going to take is for him to go for the AEW championship to let people see. All right, wait a minute. Now they're doing a little bit too much. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sorry to say they brought in Sting to fucking elevate this dude. Did that work? You think that worked? No, I don't think it worked. No, I don't think it worked. It still isn't working. It's still. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not. It's like, oh, my God. I don't know. dude. Uh, yeah, I, I'm angry. Well, I'll tell you this. The numbers are shocking. 60% say yes, he is overrated. Wow. 40% Good. say no. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Shocked. Son of a I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm not. But, but like Rick said, too, <laughs> he is doing the numbers, though. Isn't he like one of the top sellers in AEW? Yeah. But what Merle? numbers is he doing? What numbers is he doing? He has the the highest rated segments every time he's what? on TV. What? Yeah. yeah. How do they know when Darby Allen's coming up? 
<laughs> you got a fucking text message or something? Tony Khan sending out a mass group text? Doriel is coming on next, guys. Get on, please. <laughs> oh, fuck out of here. Darby Allen. Darby Allen. Look at Bailey. You can believe Darby Allen. Nah, she doesn't care. She's sleeping. She just farted. All right. Uh, <laughs> some bullshit to what it is. All right, let's go on to the Facebook post. We have named this stable, which is uh, Jinder Mahal, Veer, and Shaky. <laughs> Josh just comes up with the Maharajas. Mm. Maharajas. Uh, Pete McCurry says the Bombay Bombers. Bombers. <laughs> Bombers. Wow. The Bombay Badunkadunk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Drew Stewart says new Karichi Vice. What's that mean? No clue. No idea. So then it's garbage. Paul White again. Paul White. We see you. <laughs> Gurus. And then you just fucked up with that. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, Vernon Hampton. He just said no. He doesn't want to. Okay. He's, oh. That's fine. All right. <laughs> Jeremiah Shaver says something racist, probably. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Cole Bell, he says, catering. <laughs> These guys have a really, really good look. I like them as a group. I don't yeah. know what to call them, but they're really good as a group. I like you it. You know, I disagree. I don't like the look. I feel like they're three different characters and just thrown together. Are they supposed like, to look the same? At least similar. Like Veer, he but has no. the face paint. Shanky looks... Very like, like you know what? Out of all of like, them, I think so Shanky looks out of place. Yes, yes. Because it looks like you just throwing on clothes and just <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Anybody yeah, got yeah. a tank top I can borrow? <laughs> yeah. Well, the names I came up with was who? <laughs> and, Very creative. And the Mumbai Maulers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like it. It's, I can see it. Yeah. Sure, why not? All right, sure. All right, all right. Um, not Rick. Uh, Clay, do you have anything for these guys? I and this is stupid, I know, but I got bigger Bollywood boys. <laughs> You're right. It was stupid. It was stupid. <laughs> but but like what else? I don't know what else. You know, that's uh, kind of and, it's tough. And like wh- whoever said the you- uh, the racist part of it. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I didn't want to get there. Well, you can't call just, them Maharajas, and somebody, I think someone I saw said that. Josh, yeah, yeah. Well, you can't, you can't really call them that because that's what that's supposed to be like, uh, high ranking or something like that in India. If you're calling Maharaja, yeah. is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing of it is, that's what gender calls himself. He goes, "I'm the yeah. Maharaja." You, you know what I'm saying? So you can't label that for those three all together. Um, uh, Bombay bomb bombers, I guess, <laughs> but that's stupid. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure they can come up with something clever. I'm sure <laughs> it's WWE, but um, I like the group to be honest. I ain't gonna lie, I do like the group. Um, they need wins though, and I, I keep saying that you they want these teams, they want these people to be credible, but they keep having them lose. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's. It's, it's one of those things where you just you're just killing them. It's like three MB all over again. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, I'm just getting word right now that uh, the Steiner brothers, um, 
Rick Steiner's son. Have you seen him? Yes. Wow. This dude yep. looks first of all, he looks like EC3. Yep. Really? He's, he's a big a dude. Big dude. Um, apparently he's gonna be debuting on NXT 2.0. Nice. Yeah. I wonder, nice. uh, actually, if I let me open up the article and you guys, uh, I guess he's going. Oh, never mind. He's going by the name of Rex Steiner. Okay. His name, his real name is Bronson Rick Steiner. Will not be using the name uh, Rex Steiner. That's going to be his name. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, Rick Steiner was always my favorite Steiner brother, not because uh, his name was Rick or anything, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's interesting. He he's a big boy. That's a big dude. Um, yep. Hopefully, his wrestling can back it up. We'll see. Yeah, um, that's it for the uh, Facebook posts. Um, unless you guys come up with something, I don't know. If not, it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Oh, the, the chimes! Uh, take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> All right, superstar Billy Graham turned 78 <laughs> years old. Wow. Oh, superstar. I think he learned his lesson. I think, I think he did. He's not he's on Twitter. Prematurely. He's not, possibly. I he's not on he's Facebook. Prematurely because uh, I have a weird feeling something is going to. You know what? I'll shoot him an email. Maybe he can. He'll come on the show and and yeah. with some good stuff. So, <laughs> I'll shoot him an email. Uh, oh, wait, how old is he again? Seventy eight. Good lord! Yeah, maybe he did learn his lesson. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, done, done with the interwebs. <laughs> uh, Matt Morgan turns forty five. Wow, Matt! Wow, way to go! All Still right. doing his mayoral duties. Yep, down yeah. in Florida. Yeah. Uh, Paul Heyman turns 56. Wow. I'm a little shocked by that one. I'm a little shocked by that one, too. I am, too. I didn't think he was that old. 50. I thought he was a little older. I did, too. I thought he was, like, yeah. maybe in his mid-60s. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Looking good. And last but certainly not least, our very own Clay Cummings. Yeah. Turns 27 years old. 27? Yes. yes. Yeah. Good Lord. Yep. 27. Cool. Closer to 30. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, too. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Clay. Yeah. And with that being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. All right. I got a couple of things going on this week. Triple H, Hunter Hearst Hemsley, underwent heart surgery after a recent cardiac arrest. Yeah. Yeah. So our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family and wish him the best. Um, is it the stress of the business? I know in the past he said so. in the past he's had heart conditions in the in his family and stuff like that. So really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um so we just wish him the best, you know, speedy recovery and yeah. take your time, bro. Like we need you, you know. Yeah. I'm not the biggest triple H fan, but uh the company definitely needs him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And last but not least, Al Snow, our good friend, he saves him. a child's life yeah. in a riptide in the beach. Yeah, he did. Yes, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. You now, heard his comments afterwards. What he said? No, I didn't. 
What did he said he was tired as fuck. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say a fucking riptide, bro. It's yeah. tough to get out of. And the oh, fact yeah. that he was able to get a body, a child out of that yeah, water he said, was amazing. He also said that um that he that last that was like a last lunge for him to reach the kid. And he said if he missed, he goes, that kid would have been gone. Yeah. So that that last effort, that last lunge that he did towards the kid, that's what you know, that's when he grabbed him. But he said that if he would have missed just that one time, yeah. uh he he said that kid would have been gone. So he said, God, he back. Yeah, when you know they swam back, he swam, you know, they swam the kid back and um he said he was he was out of breath. Yeah, <laughs> oh sure. It's tough, yeah. man. And he's a big dude, he's Jack. He is he you is know? Very yeah. good shape. Very good shape. So uh, a, boss, a former boss, actually. Yeah, yeah. So congrats to him, man. Like a big hurrah. He's a hero, man. He, like he fucking yeah. saved the kid's life. Um, so uh, and I'm glad that him and the kid are okay. You know. Mm-hmm. So congratulations on that. Uh, with that being said, it's now time for the NXT UK report with our UK correspondent Matt Novak. Matt, take it away. Welcome back to the NXT UK report. This week was a different type of show, as the majority was it was the prior advertised recap of the NXT UK title match from TakeOver. They only actually advertised the two matches heading into the show, and the first of those opened the night straight away. Sam Grabwell faced off against Wolfgang in a Heritage Cup tournament match. Overall, it was a slow-paced but hard-hitting affair, with both men picking up a round, but it was Wolfgang who progresses and will face Tio Man in the next round. Sid Scarlett addressed last week's actions from Blair Davenport in a backstage segment next and informed the NXT Universe that with immediate effect Davenport will be suspended from in-ring competition. No doubt this won't be the end of this and it'll be interesting where the storyline goes. The second match of the night was a six-man tag contest with the tag team of Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith tagging up with Saxon Huxley taking on Symbiosis. Carter looked amazing in this match and brought such energy and excitement which ultimately enabled him to pick up the win for his team. Symbiosi eating yet another loss as a team. It was the only negative from this match for me really. Um, they need to do something with Symbiosi soon because they're quickly becoming stale with picking up all these losses all the time. Um, that's a huge shame because they are a good team. The final segment of the show was a replay of the TakeOver match uh, with insights from various wrestlers. Surprisingly, mostly from the actual um, Raw and SmackDown. One thing that really stood out for me from this match, um, watching it back, was other than obviously the great in-ring action, was the energy of the crowd. I don't understand why, with the restrictions being lifted in the UK um, to full capacity and fans being allowed, well, in everything nowadays, um, why the brand hasn't moved back into having fans in attendance as it's definitely a huge missing piece from this show and I think the brand needs it if I'm honest with you the UK fans are something else I know speaking as a UK fan myself but we are we just bring such energy to the uh, to the venues it's, it's hard to give this week's show a rating due to the nature of the show but having said that the actual did see I can only really give it a one star it overall was beyond disappointing I want my money. Well, I want my time back, guys. I wasted an hour on this. This is Matt Novak, and that is the NXT UK report. It's always good to hear from Matt. It is. Jolly old England. It is. Um, with that being said, it is now time for Tony Diaz and the rumors. 
Yes, yes. Uh, Finn Balor uh, actually kind of made a comment. Don't, don't know if this is true or not, but uh, he has said he wanted to go to NXT UK after his run in NXT. Wow. wow. Yeah. And Try I'll, to honestly, save it. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me with Finn, really. No. Like if you th- if you think about, it. well, wasn't a couple like wasn't it a year ago or something that he was trying to go after the UK title? Sort was I mean, it? Sorta? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and he was. He was. Yeah, or something. He was going trying to go against Walter, and then I think they cut it. I, and I could be wrong, but I thought mm. like last year that that was happening, and he said before that he wanted to go to NXT UK. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I. I don't know. I'm just you just drunk. Think. It's your birthday. You drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> right. That's good stuff there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll, uh, he's in. Uh, he's in the main back at the main roster. I think he's a good fit there. That's where he belongs. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, <clears throat> Bully Ray. <laughs> oh my God! Did you guys uh, hear what he gave his thoughts on AEW? No. What was it like? I'm sure it's something. Yeah, yeah. Here he says he called Young Bucks match uh, a spot fest and not Mm -hmm. a wrestling match. He thinks egos will eventually uh, come out in AEW. He's heard rumblings already of issues, but nobody's talking about it because the IWC and dirt sheets are on uh, uh, the AEW bandwagon. Mm -hmm. Wow. I kind of agree with him, though. I do. That's why I brought out the fact of who you think is going to be the first one to jump from AEW to uh, WWE. But yeah. I think, th- I mean, come on. I'm sorry to say the grass is not always greener on the other side. I've right. seen this firsthand many times in indie promotions. I'm not saying that the AEW is an indie promotion. I'm not saying that yeah. at all. But the vibe, um, what I know, it's it's it, it brought me back to my indie experience which you know the owner is good friends with this guy so he puts him over in a show you know or a wrestler that probably never made it or never could make it does his own promotion and puts himself over and his friends as this this is exactly what i see with aew even though tony khan is saying he runs shit i don't think he runs shit i don't i don't think he does he's just there for he's he's the, he's the money guy He's the wallet. And uh, because I'm sorry to say, I will keep saying this too. AEW is the ones that we see the most of the ones that owns it. The Young Bucks, Cody, Jericho, Omega. We always see those guys every week. They put themselves over every week. You know, um, the Young Bucks were just champions. You know, they lost, even though they lost the loser. I think a lot of people would have fucking flipped their lids if the Lucha Brothers didn't get that, the titles. You know, the heavyweight title right now is fucking uh, Omega. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before that, who's champion before that? Jericho. Well, not Jericho, but you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm talking about. Right. Right. So, I mean, how many champions have they had so far? Three. Three. Yeah. And two of them are the owners. And I'm pretty sure for in order for them to sign Moxley. Because I know I'm left. Yeah. I left Moxley. I did that on purpose. But I know for them, leave. You know, for Moxley signing AEW, I'm pretty damn sure he was probably like, "I want that title." <laughs> I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. 
I'm pretty sure. If he didn't say that, he wouldn't have been champion. No. He wouldn't have been champion. But, I mean, I'm sorry. You know, Cody Rose has to be involved in 10 different feuds in, in one week. He's always yeah. got to be out there. He's got his own show now. His own show. And I'm sorry. I saw some of the highlights to that, and I'm just like, hmm, maybe there is tension in WWE, in AEW, you know? But, of course, they're not going to talk about it now because right now they, they're painting this picture that this grass is fucking way greener than every. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's there's something going on there. And, and it, all it takes is one person. And speaking of that, <laughs> along with my rumors, is former Impact Wrestling and Lucha Underground talent, Melissa Santos. You guys remember her? Yes. yes. He's Brian Cage's wife. The wife, yep. Uh, she feels that like AEW is misusing her husband, Brian Cage. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You think? A little bit. Yes. I absolutely it. agree. Yeah. That's Wolverine, man. I'm 100% behind the machine, Brian Cage. Yeah. I, I think I am definitely dropping the ball with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, think about it too, though. It's like, you know, uh, he's just been feuding with fucking. <laughs> Team Taz. That's all he's been feuding with. Exactly. He should be like the Miro effect. He should be going in there and killing guys. Yeah. Should yeah. be a dominant wrestler. And like Tony said, he's just fucking around with Team Taz. Like, yeah. yep. They they are. They're missing the ball on him. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. I'm not saying he needs to be elevated shot to the top. No. God damn. Well, at least be relevant. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, the one thing I did here was that he says he doesn't give two shits about that title, the FTW. <laughs> he doesn't give two shits about it. And this this was this was not a work when he said this. He said straight up, he was like, I don't know why they threw that on me. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, what the fuck was I supposed to do with this? But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. This, is, this feels like an all AEW one, except for Finn Balor. Uh, rumors, but uh, Cody Rose will return to AEW television within a month. Uh, sources said there are big plans for Rhodes when he comes back. No, <laughs> dude, shocker. <laughs> Told you, he's told you. It's the, and the fact, and I think well, all of us would agree with me like, Cody is not a terrible wrestler, it's just yeah. we are getting thrown Cody Rhodes in our face, and it's like, bro, yeah. Stop, stop, stop. But you know what's funny, though? Um, Like, I'm reading all this, and we're all talking about Cody and shit like that. But, you know, my thing is is that um, I think what Cody was trying to do at one point was to, um, like, when remember the deal that he made? Uh, I think it was against Jericho. Was it against Jericho? I don't remember. He was going for the title, remember? Yeah, and he made that that uh, stipulation that uh, like if he didn't win, he'll never go after the AEW title again. Yep. He he only did that just so people can say, "Wow, he's putting the company first before him." Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. He don't. Oh, come on, now. he. I can guarantee you, he will be going after that AEW title. I don't know when. I don't know how. There's gonna oh, be. Oh, he'll make it happen. Yeah, of course. They'll find a way. Mm-hmm. They will. Mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time. 
So, I mean, but with this rumor of a big push, it has to be that. It has to be. Because right now he's doing what? Malachi, Malachi Black. He's feuding with him. Yep. He's yep. feuding with, uh, before that, it was Shaq. And oh my God, it was like everything he had to be involved in. It was like, oh my God. Terrible. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm really curious just to know. But again, like I have to go back with Bully Ray's comments. Um, you know, and it's funny because I read the comments, the IWC's comments about what he said. And of course, they're all angry at him because they're talking about AEW. And uh, they're saying, well, his matches were spot fest. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, stop, people. Come on, really? <laughs> Are you going to that immaturity part of, well, his matches were spot festers too? Shut up. Yep. Shut up. He's had one of the the best matches in in wrestling history, and that's what you that's what you guys say. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, um, I think there's some truth to what he's saying, though. To be honest, as far as um, that there is tension in AEW. Oh the, yeah, oh yeah, right for sure. Now. And it's like I said, though, I I'm really curious to know who will be the first one to jump ship. But seriously, those two, I think. A lot of people are going to pick. I think they're going to pick Brian Cage, and I think they're going to pick uh, uh, what's his name, Lance Archer. Archer. Okay. Yeah. I really do. Anyway, injury. <laughs> I have no injuries this week. All right, and we have no hot tag news this week either. With that being said, let's take a quick pause for the cause. When we come back, we have this week in wrestling. This is Chavo Guerrero Jr. Listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. You guys truly bring the Latino heat. Viva la raza. This is the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV podcast. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling POV podcast and p- pick up a t-shirt today for $19.99 plus shipping and handling. That's ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling POV. Get yourself a t-shirt today for $19.99. It's an amazing shirt. You got we got seven T-shirts available. Uh, make sure you purchase it today. Uh, also, make sure you check out uh, WPOV Quarantine every Wednesday on uh, YouTube. It's our YouTube-based show where we have the legend T.J. Logan. We have uh, Andy Anderson and Elio Canella as they go over random wrestling topics with an abundance of guests from wrestling historians, wrestling legends, uh, wrestling up-and-comers of uh, the male and the female kind, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but make sure you check it out. Uh, rest of the quarantine. Uh, with that being said, it is time, Tony, to get raw. All right, let's get started. Uh, we'll go straight up with the low points. Clay, what were your low points of raw? For me, my one of my low points was Reggie versus Kira Tozawa. I gave it a 0. 0.5. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. really sick and tired of this 24-7 run with Reggie. Uh, the flips are getting way old. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with Akira Tozawa, like, going for it understandably whatever yeah having drake maverick come out was interesting yeah well that's uh, what yeah. i was going to say the only plus out of this is that drake maverick is going to get involved you can uh-huh. tell it was special because and and the funny thing is is that the crowd popped for that yeah yeah for <laughs> sure like i was like okay well maybe he might be able to save it but i do agree with you the flips is just way too much just like ooh, he can do a flip yeah. yeah. And then what else can you do? Then what? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Another low point for me was Moist TV with Karrion Cross. I gave mm-hmm. it a one. 
I did not enjoy this at all. I felt like Cross was still, I mean, yes, he needs to be like this intense monster, but I just don't feel it when, when Scarlet's not there. It's just, yeah. for me, he's just a guy, guy pretending to be a tough guy for me, in my opinion. It's, I just did not enjoy this. And you still have Morrison acting goofy, which I'm like, okay, whatever, fine. So those, that was my low points of Raw. All right, Rick, what was your low point? My lowest point was the Reginald uh, defeating Tozawa. I feel Reggie. like Reggie. Uh, I feel like I feel like you're disrespecting Tozawa at that point. Um, mm-hmm. Tozawa had no offense in this match. It wasn't even really a match. No. Um, also, the RK Bro opening promo. I gave that a point five. I just can't stand Riddle sucking up to Randy. It's just <laughs> it's just cringy, bro. I don't like it at all. And also, I have to say. Those shorts that Randy Orton wears, bro, come on. <laughs> they're, they're just disgusting. And you know what? They got to go in the book. Oh. So uh, oh. Orton's extra long shorts. <laughs> you just made the book. Jesus. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'd have to agree with you. I, mean, I think, honestly, that look for him is not him. You know, no, it's just, not. I think he's just trying something new, but it's not working. No. <laughs> all right for me same thing you know it's the reggie versus tozawa match I, I just was not invested in it i gave it a 0.5 uh but then again like i said too the only good thing that came out of it was drake maverick and uh yeah. i think we're gonna see more nxt uh veterans coming up on the main roster especially when they start uh doing this revamp um nxt which starting on tuesday yeah uh, the new look and everything is going to be there and uh a lot of people uh there was a rumor out there that um bruce pritchard and vince was going to be the ones producing this and do you know in charge and it's not true uh triple h and his crew is still in charge of nxt uh i think vince just wanted a new look he wanted he has a different vision of nxt than Everybody else did, and then that's what they're doing now. So we will see. Uh, high points of Raw. Rick, we'll go with you first. Uh, my highest point was Sheamus defeating Drew McIntyre. I gave it a three. These I think guys, anytime, you, anytime you get these two in the ring, they're going to put <laughs> on a good match. I will tell you this, though. I don't want to see it again for a while. No, um, not for – yeah. But yeah, do, do like, you know we are. Yep. Yeah, uh, oh. like, I don't understand why we're starting this up again. Wow. Shut your ass. I will have. I do have a rumor, mm. Drew, that uh, they they're gonna do. There's gonna they are gonna do the draft October first, yep. and uh, it's gonna start. I think on SmackDown still, yep. and it's the same weekend as the Saudi Arabia show. I think. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Uh, the draft is also gonna happen on Monday uh, on Raw, and uh, the two speculated already to be traded is that they're going to send Drew to SmackDown and Edge to Raw. Okay. That's the biggest rumor out there right now as far as that goes. So, Okay. Not to cut you off, but I did. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> well, I, I, it I, just, I don't want to see uh, Sheamus and Drew again. Like, oh. I, I'm, so I'm over it. Sakavo. Yeah. Yeah. But they, but the thing is, they still throw a good match. You they know, do. Like, yeah. Uh, Clay, what was your high point? Highest point for me had to be the Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. I gave it a three and a half. I was invested from start to finish in this. And I do agree with Rick. It is starting to kind of get 
old with Sheamus and Drew, but they do. They put on a great match every single time they're together. They beat the shit out of each other, and they like it. So mm-hmm. it's and they That's make it sad, right? And it, they make a good match. So yeah. I gave that three and a half. Yeah, same thing. I gave it a three and a half. Drew versus Sheamus. The the, the thing is, Sheamus is very physical in the ring. <laughs> like yeah. he wants to get physical, and the thing of it is, Drew is the same way. Well, no, I'll take that back. Drew is, he'll work snug, but he'll work safe also. When he's working with Seamus, he knows that he can fucking work snug with him. Yeah. And uh, they'll have that pretty damn good show. Uh, Before we go into the uh, overall, uh, good match show. What the fuck am I talking about? Before we go to overall, um, I have a side note. Alexa challenging Charlotte. Do you guys like that or no? Yes. Hate it. Really? <laughs> yes and no. What? Okay. I, yeah. Well, let's go with Rick first. Why do you hate it? I hate it. I, I just don't think Alexis' character is is passing right now. I think it's it's fading dead in the out. water. Yeah. I think it's fading out. Yeah. I'm done. I'm over it. I don't think it's and she's not an opposable threat to Charlotte Flair. I'm sorry. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. Clay, you said yes. Yep. I think honestly with this, it'd be somewhat different. I, I do agree with Rick that the Alexa Bliss character right now is kind of fading. The promos are starting to get, you know, repeats every, yeah. you know, I understand that, but I feel like if Alexa could go against Charlotte, it could elevate her, but I don't see her get taking that belt off Charlotte. That's just a different yeah. person that she could go against, which Alexa is a former five-time champ. So mm-hmm. it could be, you know, relevant of that. But I do agree somewhat with Rick. That character is starting to get old, but hopefully they can revamp it, maybe. I don't know how they're going to do it, but somehow to make her a threat. Because if you got Nikki Cross going against Charlotte, why not Alexa Bliss? (laughs) You know, I'm just saying. I'd rather see Alexa 10 times more than I would Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And another rumor about uh, Charlotte Flair is that uh, Ric Flair, uh, they were making, uh, someone asked Rick, uh, supposedly if Charlotte, uh, when her contract is up, if she's going to be AEW bound to be with Andrade, he simply said, no, she's way too happy in WWE. Yeah, as she should be. But she's no. getting title shot after title shot, you know, that sort of thing. And they kiss yeah. her ass. Big time. <laughs> that, that that's one uh talent they don't want to lose i'm pretty sure no yeah i think i honestly if i ever hear that they released her i'd be in total shock yeah. i'd be in total shock um because seriously i mean i think i think honestly my biggest shock so far has been just the release of bray wyatt mm-hmm. yeah you know braun Strowman. yeah i was like oh shit you know that was like oh damn that's out of nowhere yeah. But I think the biggest release shocked shocker this year is Bray. Um, that was that was had us good. all in like uh like yeah. all struck Spe- speechless. Yeah. 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 All right. Overall, uh overall, I gave uh raw a two this week. Rick. Oof, 1.4. Clay. Wow. I gave it a 2.03. Wow, wow dudes. <laughs> All right, it is now time for AEW down the line. Boom. See, I gave it a little bit All of a right. louder boom this week. 
right, Tony, what are your low points of dynamite this week? Oh boy. Um I, I will say this. Uh nothing was a point five this week. Uh but nothing was over a two point five either. Uh my Ooh. lowest point honestly was the MJF promo. Uh yes. with Brian Pillman. Now, granted, and actually this is another question I, I wish we could have put out the day he did this promo. Did he go too far with yes, this yes. promo? Yes, um, yes, yes. I, I kind of I, I knew Rick would say yes. I'm shocked that you're saying yes, Clay. But I I mean, I get it. He's trying to get heat. And when they do these kind of promos and I call them shock promos where, you know, they like the way he just said about uh, Pullman's mom, I was like, Metheny. I was like, oh, that's- I giggled just a little bit. But then I was like, damn, that's fucked up, bro. Yeah, yeah that is very. <laughs> he has to have permission. I'm pretty goddamn sure from Brian to say, yo, is it OK if I say this? You would have to, because if somebody talks shit like that about my mom, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Beyond belief. And what about his pregnant sister? Pregnant sister, you know, I mean, that's heat for himself. That's MJF, though, to be honest. But we do got to stay away from that's MJF being MJF. Yeah, there's got to be. You know what I'm saying? But then again, like I said, being in the business myself, I'm pretty damn sure he asked to do if he can say that or, you know, do that. And they were just like, yeah, go for it, man. It's okay. It's all good. Uh, Me personally, I wouldn't I wouldn't I would have been like, nah, let's stay away from that. But who knows? I just wish I was a fly on the wall for that. But at the same time, um, the reason why I gave this a point five, it wasn't just honestly because of that. It wasn't. I thought the promo was okay. I thought it was fine. My issue was, okay, he just bashed the fuck out of the whole Pillman family. Mm-hmm. And then when Brian Pillman's music hit, he's just walking and talking with and I'm like, bro, he just insulted yep. family. You should have ran in there and, and start fighting. Fuck this talking shit. And then mm-hmm. you were afraid of Wardlow? I would have been like i still would have been fucking swinging or something mm-hmm. exactly that, you know, I think that whole segment it, it it was there but they fucked it up in my opinion so that's that's my low point all right clay your low point that is that that is exactly one of them that mjf promo i gave it a point five. i understand that he was trying to get heat i understand where he was going from but once you brought the family involved the methany bullshit you there's a fine line between heat and you've gone way too far dude like for real you have gone way too far and you know and seeing the dark side of the ring where he his family did struggle with that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. going after you know going after linda going after his pregnant sister going after uh his mother like that and i understand where tony's coming from he had there ain't no way that they said okay that this is fine without permission he had to get permission from yeah. from Brian or whoever, but that was just way too far in my opinion. Just I hated the and, whole thing. And and think of it this way too: uh, who's the one? Uh, was it from the acclaim that got suspended? Max Caster. Uh, yeah, Max Caster. Yeah. And Tony Khan came straight out and said, "From now on, he's gonna be. You know, he's gonna see what he's gonna be singing and blah blah blah." I'm pretty sure Tony Khan was the same, doing the same about what everybody's promos too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously, this was okay for him. 
Uh, that's just for me it was family is everything for me and that's just that's not okay with me it wasn't and i also gave a one to uh cm punk and the taz promo yeah now it wasn't punk i'm not saying punk at all it was Mm -hmm. fucking taz that (laughs) whole thing ruined it it didn't make sense he was like when he, especially like the way he was doing it too, the way Taz was doing it, he was like, "Don't you dare say Hobbs! Don't you dare say Ricky Stark!" Like, Punk was like, "I never said that." Yeah, <laughs> said it. It made no it, sense. Taz no. was going, "Yes, you did. Yes, you did." And he was like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said Team Taz. Like, no no. one. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, no, I totally agree with you on that one, man. Holy fuck, nuts. Yeah, I'm with you both. Uh, I gave a point five to both of those promos. MJF, we all know how I feel about him. Cheap Heat, I hate it. I hate Cheap Heat. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, CM Punk, I thought I gave that a point five. Taz fucked that up. Taz made that atrocious. It just didn't make any sense whatsoever. And CM Punk was just like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Um, But to be a little different, I also gave a one to the Elite promo. Um, Adam Cole coming out and doing his thing, and just it was just like too much, too many babies, like we said earlier in the show. Bays? Um, <laughs> did you say baby bays? Too many babies. I know you said too many baby bays. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it's coming up with his own shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it just didn't make sense, and it was just now, all over the place. Do you know why uh, Adam Cole went after Tony Schiavone like that? That because uh, he's with Britt Baker. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. but you know why though? There's a, there's a reasoning behind that. Oh no! Yeah, uh-huh. um, this was probably about a week ago. This happened. Um, the Red Rooster, you guys remember him? Yes. Uh, yes. The fuck's his real name? Jesus Christ! Terry. Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor. Taylor. Uh, I guess sent out. Uh, I don't. I want to say a tweet. He sent a message out about. Um, you know what? I think it was about Britt Baker. Actually, it was. It, it actually was about Britt Baker asking how she's doing over there. That's all he said. Tony Schiavone responded to that and says, "You stayed a fuck away from her, you fucking asshole, piece of shit." Oh, those that don't know Terry Taylor, um, he's a human resources nightmare. Okay. Very, very inappropriate with the female wrestlers and all this other shit. Um, there's been stories out there that he's been very inappropriate um, with the female talent and all this other shit. Uh, like they're saying he's a pretty much a fucking pervert. Um, yeah. There was mm-hmm. once reported that he was in an airport or something like that, looking at a Playboy magazine, like pulling up the centerfold and shit like that. It's like, dude, what the what fuck's the wrong fuck? with you? Fuck. Yeah. So that's why they did that promo. Um, that looked not promo. They did that little spot with Adam Cole on Tony Schiavone, but that message was more towards Terry Taylor. It wasn't yeah. Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone was the one that told Terry, you stay the fuck away from her, you fucking piece of shit. And that's how he said it pretty much. So that that's why they did that. Like I laughed at that spot and I was like, oh shit, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, that's why they did that. All right. All right, so now let's get into our overall, uh, our high point. Sorry, because Dynamite wasn't that good. Uh, Tony, what was your high point of Dynamite? Uh, the only high point I have, honestly, because uh, everything was uh, either a 1 or a 1.5. There's only yeah. two that was 2.5s. 
And that was the Dante Martin versus Hobbs. Uh, I gave it two and a half. The sad part about it, that's, that's the only thing I was entertained with. Um, but I do, and this is a, a question I do want on Facebook, and I think we did ask this, but this is I want this worded differently, is please, for the love of God, keep fucking Hook away. And yeah. my thing is, when is he going to wrestle? <laughs> Will he yeah. even wrestle? He's only in there because of his fucking daddy. Yeah, but at the same time, though, how I see him is like Darby Allen. He's trying to act like he's such a badass, but I've never seen you fight, bro. Yeah, never. Hook's worse than Darby. At least Darby gets that. I agree with that. I will agree with Darby's. At least Darby can fucking wrestle. But my thing is, is is this dude gonna ever wrestle? You know, and why? Why are they trying to act like he's all you know in Taz? Yeah, he. What was Ricky Starks? Exactly. Yeah, where the hell has he been? Well, we, we're supposed to believe in this fucking Team Taz fucking faction? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. No. 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 Don't like it. Hate it. Don't want to be a part uh-huh. of it. <laughs> but, All right, Clay, high points. You know, for me, it's the same. I I had to go with uh, Malachi Black versus Dustin Rhodes. I gave it a two and a half, and that was really my highest point. I really? do like... There was yeah. a lot of mistakes in that match. Yeah, it was. Dustin's ghost slam, power yeah, that, slam. Did you see it? Like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I was just, like, for me, oh. it, wasn't, it wasn't a good AEW. Honestly, it wasn't. <laughs> and no. I, was, I was entertained but more of Malachi Black's character than mm-hmm. I was the match. Like, yeah. the entrance is great. I love it. Um, with Dustin, though, it was, I don't know. I don't know. I just, that was my only high point. Hey, it, right. is, it is. Yeah. I'm just saying, I just, well, I was that match because it was the first match of the night. I was going to pick at it. But then once I saw Dustin's ghost power slam, I was like, bro, yeah, that was bad, bro. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Yeah, it was just bad. And that is funny because that's exactly what I have on my notes. It was bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, my high point is going to be a shocker. I went with the pinnacle defeating Dark Order. I gave it a two. Uh, that's my highest point. Um, I went with this because of the storyline of where they're going with Dark Order. Um, yes. interested to know, like, to, to fall apart and where they're going to end yeah. up. Uh, hopefully with Bray Wyatt. Um, Ooh. we'll see where they go with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my highest point. Um, overall, I gave Dynamite a 1.2. Damn. I gave it a 1.69, and I do have a side note after uh, Clay's overall. Okay. Clay, what is your overall? Overall, I had 1.6. All right. Tony, your side note? Boy, Clay, me and you are on the same page this week, huh? Sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> Rick's just like, fuck wrestling. <laughs> fuck wrestling. I'm fucking jet lagged. I'm tired. Do you, do you realize we watch, we have to watch 10 hours of wrestling a week to do this show? Yep. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right, my side notes, I do, of course, Dustin's ghost power slam. And then uh, I think Rick will find this funny. When Taz opened his mouth, I became a CM Punk fan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but let me also speak of CM Punk because you weren't on the after show. What did you think of his first match back, Rick? Oh, uh, it, it was all right. It was all right. What about his look? Think, what about his look? I don't like it. 
I don't, you don't like, like the, the long tights, no? No, no, no that don't work for me. Um, I'll be honest, like, uh, and again, this may be the jet lag talking. I've been traveling a lot lately. Um, <laughs> my hype is gone. My hype was there. Really? Was, yeah, my hype was there when he, came, when he see, returned. Wow. See, wow. now that you said that, though, but that that's my question as far as AEW with these signings. The yeah. hype is there, but then it's like, for me, it's like, okay, this is going to be gone in a sec. What are you guys going to keep doing to yeah. make sure that these guys are, that, you know, that the fans are going to still be hyped that you brought these guys in? Yep. Uh, and that's and saying doing a what lot. they do with. That's saying yeah. a lot coming from you, though. Yeah, as big as a punk yeah. you are. Yep. That's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And they're doing the same thing they did with Christian. Christian returned, and then he started feuding with fucking Taz. Now yeah. Sam Punk is feuding with Taz. It's yeah. ridiculous. Stupid. Yeah. Dumb. I agree. Yeah. All right, Clay. And, all right. Now we're going to NXT POV. Low points for me, I had to give to the whole index wedding parties. I thought they were dumb. I gave it a one. And some of it, yeah, was kind of funny and both sides, you know, whatever, fine. But my question is, why the hell did the referee have to act like a zombie throughout the whole damn? What was the purpose behind that? Exactly. Where were they going? And then after it's all done and, oh, you know, Dexter Loomis is a really nice guy. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Uh, Why, uh, Why did you have to act like that? I just I gave that one, and I also gave a one to Mei Ying versus Virginia Ferry. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know where they're going with this Mei Ying character. Of course, you know it was a squash match, whatever. But I just I didn't get the character. I don't get this whole story. So whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick, what was your low points of NXT? My low point was absolutely Mei Ying defeating Virginia Ferry. I gave it a point five. I it's just I don't get it either. I just think it's. It just doesn't make sense. I think oh. they need to scrap this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Zia Lee, Zia Lee, whatever the fuck you want to call her. Where the fuck is she? Um, like she's not her because she no. she had a few matches on SmackDown on yeah. uh, on uh, the uh, dark dark matches on SmackDown, and then not only yeah. that, I follow her on Instagram. No, I'm not being a pervert, but I do follow her on Instagram, and she posts a lot. She's been posting a lot of pictures of herself. So yeah, yeah, you know. All right. So I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this, but that was my lowest point. <laughs> All right. Tony, your low points. Yeah, it was May Ying versus Virginia Ferry. Uh, I gave it a point five. Now, mind you, mind you, I was looking forward to this. I want to see, you know, because this is going to be the first time uh, seeing May Ying. I liked it. I thought it was I'm like, OK, and I understand why they did that. It's still got to show how dominant she is. But to me, it was too quick. Like, if it yeah. went a little bit further, honestly, I probably wouldn't have given it a 0.5. It probably would have been either average or a little bit below. Wasn't expecting anything great, but it was just too quick. And it's like, damn, did, can we see her at least? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, right. that, that was my low point. All right. High points for me was MSK versus Larkin and Birch. I gave it a three and a half. I thought these two put on a great show. Uh, again, how we talked about MSK last week. Yes, they are you know, talented. They put on a good show whenever they're, you know, working with that sort of thing, but they are young and I'm glad they defended the titles here. I'm not surprised that they won. And then after the match, when, uh, Holland and, uh, Pete Dunn attacked Mm -hmm. Lorcan and Birch, that shocked me. 
I did not see that coming. Honestly, I really didn't. And that's interesting storytelling for me. So I was happy about that. Uh, Tony, what was your high points? My high point was uh, Ember versus uh, Kaylee Ray. Uh, thought it was a decent match. Uh, they both pretty much beat the crap out of each other. Uh, and I gave it a three. Thought it was a good match. All right. And Rick? Uh, Kaylee Ray defeating Ember Moon gave it a three. I thought it was a really good match from beginning to end. I thought there was a lot of action. Um, yeah, Kaylee Ray can go. Ember Moon can go. It's one of the best matches of the night for sure. Yeah. Overall, for me, and I thought this was a really good NXT for what they have been putting out here these last couple months. So I gave NXT a 2.2 this week. Rick, what was your overall? I gave NXT a 1.9. All right. And Tony? I gave it a 1.75 this week. I think what really killed it, killed it though, for me was the, the whole index thing, the her bachelor party. I mean, it was there were yeah. some funny moments, but... The Dexter Loomis bachelor party. I'm like, he's going to have to talk eventually. Exactly. And, and that's another thing that I'm glad you brought that up. You're having Orange Cassidy talk before Dexter Loomis. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, like you said, he's going to have to talk eventually. He's going to have to. Yeah. Especially when uh, if he makes it to the main roster, Vince is going to be like, you're going to have to do promos, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? All right, it's now time for the SmackDown breakdown. Suck it. Uh, low points. Clay. Well, you know. <laughs> I had to do low, it. There you go. Low, lowest point for me, and honestly, I really enjoyed SmackDown, but the only yeah. downfall I have with this is Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair's contract signing. Mm. I gave it a one and a half. Um, and I know that's not like bad, bad. But I feel like with Becky trying to play this heel now, it's being forced and she's trying to force it on people. It seems like it, yeah. This, this bad, like, badass type character. And it just feels like it's forced. I, yeah. and maybe that's just me. Yeah. I mean, the crowd is definitely behind Becky. And she's like, come on, guys, I'm going to hit you with this. I'm mm-hmm. not even going to sign the contract. Like, blah, blah, blah. And just, and Bianca's, you know, they're smiling. And yes, they treat her like a badass, which Bianca is. And this this whole thing, I just I just didn't enjoy it for some reason. I just didn't like it. Man, I love me some Bianca though. I just had to. <laughs> 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 All right, Tony, what's your low point in SmackDown? Uh, yeah, it's the Becky and uh, Bianca promo. Just it's something like what Clay said. It just felt like it's just being too forced onto us that she's turning that she's turning heel. Um, Bianca, uh, like I just said, I love me some Bianca, but she's got a long way to go. She yep. still has a long way to go. As far, and I, I'm talking about as far as promos go. Um, I think it is funny when she was girl. You know, I think those are funny, but it, it's only funny for so long. So mm, I yeah. think she's going to have to start, you know, getting serious pretty soon. Um, she's got to start developing as a serious and not serious as a threatening uh talent and um it's just i I think they're making her too much of a baby face it's like all right well you know we got to start making her be a little bit badass and uh you know this this didn't help it any at all with the kind and i'm pretty sure because for some reason vince loves to tell people smile just smile you got a beautiful smile and she does don't get me wrong bianca's got a beautiful smile but just don't do it too much 
You yeah. know, easy, you know. Right now, you still right now she should still be pissed at the fact that she lost so quickly on SummerSlam. Yeah, not not just e, you know, no, be pissed off and like, bitch, I'm gonna fuck you up now. It's on, you know, and mm-hmm. then go from there. But I gave it a point five. All right, my lowest point for me was the faces versus the heels. That five, you know, ten the ten man. <laughs> it's yeah. the same thing. <laughs> Actually, I'm not saying all their names. I, instead of writing all their names, and I didn't even feel like writing faces and heels. I wrote ten man tag. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it a one. First of all, as a Knicks fan, fuck you, Trey Young. You bring Trey Young was- out. That was good. Yeah, that that, was, you gotta admit that was smart. smart. That was a definitely a heel thing to do on Sami yep. Zayn's part. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Wait, Jesus Christ! I forgot to talk about this because I thought you was going to talk about it in your news, Rick. But we're going to bring this up now uh, because I'll forget. No, you know what? Finish saying what you're saying, and then I'll bring it up. Sorry, I finished what I'm saying. Got okay, it. since you finished what you're saying, we got to bring this up. I got to bring this up. Um. I, I'm pretty sure you guys seen this all over the interwebs, but now they're saying that Kevin Owens contract is up in, yep. in January. So he's going to be going, he's already expressing concerns that he's leaving WWE to go to AEW because he did a tweet and he, po- he posted the coordinates to Mount Rushmore, which he used to do with the elite back in the day. And then he quickly removed the tweet. Sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Then they're saying Sami Zayn's contract is up soon too, guys, and he's already expressing concerns that he wants to leave WWE. Guys, what do you think about this? I mean, to me, it's like, all right, now stop. Stop. If it happens to happen, first of all, Kevin Owens' contract is not even up until January. Right. Yeah. So there's still months. Ahead. You know what I'm saying? I forgot when they're saying that Sami Zayn's contract is up. But still, it's like, all right, come on, enough with this. Stop. So what? Their contract is up. God. Yeah. What, what are you guys' thoughts on that? I, I want uh, but I thought Rick was going to say it in his room in his uh, yeah. in your, uh, news. What? Wherever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. No. Uh, Kevin Owens doesn't do it for me anymore, and Sami Zayn is just ha ha funny. Like it's. I all don't right. care. So, Go to uh, AEW. Out of the two, which one would be more impactful? Uh, Kevin Owens for sure. Yeah. yeah, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Why? For me, it's like I am 50-50 with AEW and WWE. I love pro wrestling in general. Mm-hmm. So for me, it would be fine and understandable with me if Kevin or and Sammy both went to AEW. You would see <laughs> still see them wrestle. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm not one or the other. Uh, biggest impactful it has to be Kevin Owens. I'm a huge Kevin Owens fan. Um, the and I could I could understand where they both would want to go to AEW. I understand and get more of a push there. But I think with the hype of like Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Adam Cole, them coming in, everybody's like, okay, you're upset with WWE? Immediately go to AEW. Yeah. Like it's I think just that hype there is just the reason why this is getting so big as it is. Yeah. Yeah. So either I, way, I'm fine. As long as you're wrestling and there, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's just like, all right, come on now. So now every time someone's contract is supposed to be is going to be up, you're going to automatically assume that they're not happy and they're leaving. It happens. God, it's stupid for me. It's dumb. I think the most impactful, honestly, for me, it would be Sami Zayn. He's gold, man. He's gold. And they'd be stupid to get rid of him. So I just wanted to throw that out. And I forgot. All right. 
<laughs> Clay, what's your high point? A SmackDown. Um, highest point for me was Edge versus Seth Rollins. Yeah. I gave this whole match a four. Wow. The, wow. I did. The whole storytelling, the uh, physicality of this match, those two went at it. They put on a good match. And the fact that uh, – and Seth did fuck up on that glam slam the first time. The yeah. second time, he got yeah. it, which you yeah. know, made up for it. That's good. That's great. And Edge doing the pedigree, okay, great. You know that. Seth getting this match uh, win, I'm not surprised. They need to push Seth more than they do Edge. I will say that. And the fact that Edge got taken out on the stretcher, maybe Edge is done for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe Close that. And that's, and that's a good way – to get him out is how, and even after this match where Seth was like, I don't know what to say. Da, 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 da. That's so good. I, I do like what he said when he even threw the question at her. Do you like what I did? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. That could push something, you know? So yeah. I, I enjoyed this whole thing. All right. Uh, Tony high point. Uh, for me, I, there's two that are tied with a 3.5, but I'll go with the Usos versus the Street Profits. Damn good match, even though the Street Profits won by DQ. I like the ending of it. I like how it all went down. I gave it a three and a half. Very good. All right. All right. My highest point was Seth defeating Edge. I gave it a three. Very physical match, like Clay said. The storytelling was amazing, so that was my highest point. Uh, overall, I gave SmackDown this week a 2.1. Clay. I gave SmackDown a 2.6. Wow. Wow, Tony. I gave SmackDown before I give it. I have a side note. Uh, great start, though, for SmackDown, but they did kind of ruin it with that 10-man tag. I was just like, wait, yeah. what? What the fuck is this? What is going on here? Too many, too much going on. But I did give a Smack. I did give a SmackDown. <laughs> I did give it a SmackDown. <laughs> I went Italian there. I did give SmackDown a 2.5 this week. Wow. Yeah. Rick, I wanted to hear more about your the thoughts of your 10-man tag match, that low point there. Because oh, you, you are a Knicks fan. And seeing Trey. Yeah. That threw yeah, me. yeah, that's just – yeah. <laughs> that It was just – for me, it was just all over the place. I don't like these big 10-man matches. I don't like that the Intercontinental Champion is involved. Mr. Money in the Bank is involved. Yeah. You know, Mysterios and fucking mm-hmm. Dirty Dog. It's just like too much going on, too much promotion. Too much, yeah. I, it's always going to be a 0.5 in my book. So what do you guys think of Big E, though, uh, teasing the briefcase? I mean, is it working for you guys or no? I'm over it. Over yeah. it. Nah, I, that whole laugh thing he does, it's its getting old. That, too. Uh, I don't know. Just big, I would love to see Big E as world champ. Uh, not now. Yeah. You can't. Not at all right now. You can't. Yeah. Uh, I, I tell you right now, I think it'd be a mistake because um, Roman's on a whole other level right now. Yeah. Lastly, a whole other level right now. You cannot take those belts off of them right now. Not right now. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, you know, going back to SmackDown, the beginning of it, that whole promo, the 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 hype, Brock Lesnar coming out doing what he did. I was just that SmackDown was a very good start. Yep. Yep. Anyway. All right, for me, we're going into AEW Rampage. Rawr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Low points for me was the whole Darby Allen and Sting interview. I mm-hmm. gave one. I just did this. Didn't make much sense to me. Darby, you know, 
saying, oh, you wouldn't be shit without Tolly Spears or Tolly Spears, Tolly <laughs> Blanchard to Sean Spears. Yeah. yeah. And then. Yeah. Yeah. It was just all over the place. Uh, I totally agree with you on that one. I also gave it, I gave it a one myself. I was just, just, just did not like it. I don't like Darby Allen's promos. I don't like what he was doing. And I also gave another low point to the Ruby Soho, Riho, and Statler in the match. I gave it a 1.5. Uh, yeah, I did too. Yeah, it was, it was sloppy. It's, I feel like the women in AEW hold back on their punches. It seems like, like that, right? Yeah, like it's powdered and everything. I'm just yeah. like, where's the physicality here? So yeah, that was my lowest points of rampage. Mm-hmm. All right, and Tony. Yeah, I mean, I'll be different. Uh, I gave a point five to the uh, uh, Ma- Max Caster and Pillman uh, interview, not the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just uh, terrible, man. Brian, honestly, you know, he needs to work on his promos. He yeah, does. Yeah. Um, the other point five, and I wanted to say this because I have in parentheses and I thought it was funny, uh, was that Darby promo. And, um, you know, for me, like, I don't know why I laughed, but when they were trying to talk to Sting, all he did was scream. He was like, yeah. he was like, this is, wow! I was like, he should have just done his whole fucking promo like that, you know? This is, wow! Yeah! And you over there, wow! Yeah, I would have liked that better than what the fuck he just said. But anyway, yeah, yeah. that's my low point. <laughs> All right. High points for me uh, was uh, Andrade defeating Pac, gave it a 2.5. Uh, all the hype that they had for this match, and this is what you gave us, uh, it was like, it was all right. Like, this should have been on the pay-per-view. Andrade was pissed about that. Um, you can tell he was but, pissed, too. Yeah, this was not the match that I was expecting though, 2.5. Yeah. Yeah. For me, me, it was the same thing. Like I was into this match from the beginning. I was excited for these guys to go at it. It should have been on a pay-per-view like you guys Mm -hmm. said, Uh, but the match itself, it was, you know, out there, whatever. I still gave it a three because that's my highest point of rampage. And the fact that, Andrade got rid of Chavo Guerrero like that. Yeah, like, what was up with that? What I I don't I don't understand that because I felt like that was a really good fit. Uh, the yeah. whole and I You're felt like heel, it, dude, <laughs> right? And it was a Guerrero vibe of the whole uh, time that uh, Andrade got the win. Yeah, I feel like that was the cheating, whatever, do whatever it takes to win mm-hmm. the match. That's that's a Guerrero thing, and then oh, you yeah. get rid of Chavo. It's like. I was all excited for Chavo Guerrero, and then you do that to him. It's like, yeah. come on, man. Like, totally punked him out. He yep. did. Or they but, did. But my my thing is, well, all right, so then what's next for Chavo? <laughs> what's he going to do? done. You know? He was a one and done. Yep. Yeah. Ridiculous. Right. And Tony, your high points. Yeah, I mean, I gave it to the Pac and Andrade match. They went a little bit too long for an hour yeah. show. It went very long, but like you guys said too, he's supposed to be on the pay per view. Mm-hmm. This is what we were supposed to get on the pay per view. But even still, I'm glad they didn't put it on a pay per view because I was fucking dead tired of that pay per view. But um, yeah, I you know we just talked about it. The ending I don't get. Uh, we'll see where they go. But I gave it a three. Overall, I gave Rampage a one point eight this week. Wow, Rick, you're, you're overall you're nice. Oh, same thing. <laughs> I gave it a one point eight. Wow, you being nice too. Yeah, uh, right. 
Before I give my uh, overall, uh, did you get on uh, my side notes? Tony Schiavone kept calling Taz Excalibur. <laughs> I know. So that? Yep. Yeah. And Taz getting all pissed off. He's like, I'm Taz, not Excalibur. But then, of course, I have to bring this up. And um, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because it just goes to show the ego of Taz. Um Taz and and actually we had HC Loke, uh, the extreme official from ECW, he was telling us yep. the story how uh, with with Taz, like the color orange, that's his orange and black, that's his colors, and you can't wear it and this and that. And if he caught you wearing it, that he was gonna you know tell you not to wear it because he's wearing it and blah blah blah. It's like seriously, bro. But did no, you guys no. catch Taz kept mentioning that during Brian Pillman? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, say that to Brian Pillman then. Exactly. He you know, it's like, he's going to wear that. Of course. Yeah. And plus his dad wore it, <laughs> yeah. you know, yep. but my thing is, is that I'm wondering if he did say that to uh, Brian Pillman about wearing the orange and shit. I can get, cause he, why would, the, why would you bring it up on fucking national TV Taz about the orange? Yeah. His dad, yeah they, he wears the orange and black. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, again, his, his own fucking ego. It's like, dude, yeah, shut the know. fuck up, man. That was my rant. <laughs> All right. Now we did that. All one. right, guys. Yes, it is now time for Raw versus Dynamite versus NXT versus SmackDown versus Rampage. Currently, Raw is ahead six to Dynamite's five to NXT's five to SmackDown's five to Rampage's zero. Um, I'm going to vote this week for SmackDown. I think SmackDown had a solid show from beginning to end. Like Tony mentioned, they had that one 10 minute tag that just dragged it out. But everything else on that show was solid. So I'm going with SmackDown this week. Uh, Tony. Yeah, I got SmackDown, Raw, NXT, AEW, and then AEW Rampage this week. So I'm going with SmackDown this week. All right. And Clay for shits and giggles. Well, like I said, like you said, my pick doesn't really matter. But I do agree with you guys. SmackDown from start to finish was a great show. I'd have to go with SmackDown. So I had SmackDown, NXT, Raw, Rampage, and Dynamite. So. All right, so SmackDown now has six to Raw six to AEW Dynamite's five. Is this the most SmackDown's ever had? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> man, SmackDown is coming up. All right, let's it's go. It's time for the book. It's time for the book, yeah. Uh, those that are new to the show, basically what we do is put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling, and we do it just for to get, you know, do we, we need to laugh. We need to laugh as Rick's uh, video camera fell down, but <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. So we're putting Rick's camera in the book this week. <laughs> do it, Rick. <laughs> Rick's camera, you just made the book. <laughs> Just like that, to see how it works. If you guys saw this live, you guys would have been laughing your ass off. All right, you guys ready? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, the way. Stays. Stays. Uh, Tony's hatred for Sasha because she sucks. Stays. Uh, she's supposedly coming back. Yeah. Supposedly got cleared to wrestle. Um, I guess she was there at the MSG show this Friday. Okay. Uh, Clay. Stays. It's my birthday. <laughs> There. Oh, yeah, you're right. Stace. It is Stace. Uh, <laughs> All right. Googly eyes. Stace. <laughs> the segment, we have to talk about it. That segment was 
<laughs> that was too much. I thought I thought for a second though that Brock was gonna hit the F five on him. I yeah. did. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, they they're gonna do this. Oh my god. But uh he's too much. Uh Morris's cockadoo to do. Stays. Sasha's ghetto laugh. Stays, stays. Drew storytelling. Has he you can take him out. Take him out? I say yeah. Yeah, we'll take him out. He hasn't done it. Uh Baldy Sands go fuck yourself. Fuck him. Fuck him. Aziz's jacket. He had it on again. Omas's chompas. Stays. Stays. Kevin Dunn's screen uh camera shots. Stays. It was all over. God, yeah. Uh, Reggie's lost. Act- Wait, you know what? Before we go into that, I'm sorry. I know I'm doing this all fucking show. I heard this thing about Kevin Dunn that he doesn't even write, like wrestling. He's more of a baseball <laughs> guy. Like, <laughs> seriously? Seriously? Like someone asked, and, and on top of that, he sold 600,000 shares or something like that from his stock. Wow. wow. And, and that's when I was reading it. And they were like, yeah, he doesn't like wrestling. He hates wrestling. He loves. Why he has the fuck a, are you in this business, that's bro? I, that's what I'm talking about. And like, they're like, he's a huge baseball fan. It's like, well, go do that. Exactly. You got your resume. You got a good resume. Go get the fuck out because you ruin for me. His decision making too is part of uh, what's been going on. Mm-hmm. So he stays in the fucking book. Where was I? Oh, wretched uh, lost accent. Stays. Cody's damn ego. Who stays? Worse stays. coming back. Britt Baker's Badonka Booty Butt. Stays. Stays. I like saying it. Uh, New uh, new NXT logo. Stays. Cross's BDSM. Stays. Orton's Extra Large Shorts, the new entrance into the book. Stays. And uh, the new entrance to it's Rick's camera. Keeps fucking up on him. You know what? Could we add one more thing to the book? Sure. How about Reggie's Flips? (laughs) <laughs> how about that yeah well yeah because i'm tired of it reggie's flippity flips that's what we'll call it all right reggie's flippity flips you just read the book there you go so yeah it's just getting ridiculous um uh, that's the end of the show uh after we close out the show we have the five second shuffle championship which is held by who clay right no no elio elio so i gripped and informed from the wrestling POV president that he is stripping the title off Elio. He should have been here to defend it. That's what he just literally just sent to me. And uh, so we're going to have a new champion. (laughs) So uh, after, like I said, after the show, uh, I just play a song off my playlist. I only play five seconds of it. And uh, the first one to five wins. That's it. And we just ride off into the sunset until next week where we'll provide you more content of this wrestling shenanigans. With that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the $50 man, Clay Cummings, and the third wheel, Rick Ronald Butler. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right. You guys ready? Uh, I think Clay was the last champion, right? Yep, yep, yep. All right, so uh, uh, Clay, you can either go first or you can uh, pass it on to Rick. I'll go with uh, pass it on. Okay. Oh, last time you did that, you lost. I'm just pointing that out there. I know. (laughs) All right, Rick, this one's for you. Uh, 
Is that Jacqueline? No, it is not. Clay for the steal. Is that Adam Page? No, it is n- Adam Page. <laughs> huh? It sounded like his music. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was Ivory. 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 I think Rick was the closest. To- <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that, honestly, uh, the first time I'm like, Adam Page. <laughs> is that what you said? Adam Page? Yes. Adam Page? It doesn't yeah. start like- You should get negative one just for that one. <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, it goes to Clay, so here you go. Is it, the, is it the Usos? Yes, the Usos. The Usos. The younger brother, they got him. Yep. WWE, so we'll see where they – hopefully he'll debut soon. Uh, all right, that's one nothing. Rick, this is for you. Uh, is that Edge? No, it is not. Clay for the steal. Uh, is that Christian? Nope. Hugh Morris. Oof. Yeah. All right. That's what I said. Hugh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, who's it on? Me. All right. Here you go. Is that Sanity? No, it is not. Clay, uh, Rick for the steal. Is that Coco Beware? No, it's Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh. Yeah. Odd. All right, Rick, this goes to you. Bianca Belair. Yes, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. (laughs) My girl. Uh, Tied one to one. This goes to you, Clay. The Big Show. The Big Show. Yep, you're up two to one. Uh, Rick goes to you. Is that uh, Chris Masters? No, it is not. Rick uh, Clay for the steal. Is that Ken Shamrock? No, it is not. It's Lex Luger. Oh my oh. God! I'm like I'm listen. All yeah. my picks are like right there. Yeah, they're right there. They're right there. That's why I was like, "Oh, good, oh, that was a good, that was a good guess, though." Yeah, guess. All right, goes to Clay. Clay, here you go. Wait, so Clay, you're up two to one, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, here you go. Um, Ahmed Johnson. No, it is not. Rick for the steal. Steve Blackman. No, it is not. This is Gold Dust. Wow. Yes. Really? It was when he was doing the BDSM gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Remember, he would come out with the ball in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. That's when he. This, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, Rick goes to you. Snitsky. Yes, <laughs> I'm like he says his name in the beginning. Yeah. All right, up at two. <laughs> All right, Clay, this one's for you. Right. Is that Billy Kidman? No, it is not. Rick for the steal. Uh, is that uh, 
Sharkboy? No, it is not. It was Eric Bischoff. Mm. He said, bite me in the beginning. <laughs> oh, we've had that one before, haven't we? I think uh, so, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, go to Rick. Yep. Here you go. You can tie it at two apiece. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Here you go. Is that Matt Stryker? Yes, it is. Matt Stryker. You're up three to two. Clay, I was going to say you're a teacher, Rick. You should know that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Clay, this one's for you. feel like i should know this uh pock no it's not rick i know i know what it's not but i'm gonna say it anyway i feel like is it billy kidman no it is not it's dolph ziggler one of his first ones yep yep Yep. all right so it goes to rick rick yep it's tied at two three to two me three to two you sorry yep here you go Is that Terry Taylor? Remember no, it is that? not. <laughs> Talking about him. Right? Yeah. Uh, Clay, for the steal. I have no idea. Um, I'm going to say Goldust. No, it is not. It's no. Tank Abbott. Remember him? No. No. You don't remember Tank Abbott? <laughs> no. UCW? He was a UFC fighter? No. Nope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the long the beard? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, goes to Rick? No. No, it goes to Clay. Clay. Uh, Rick's up three to two. You can tie it with this one. Wait, Alexa just popped up for some damn reason. All right. Uh, Clay, this one's for you. Is that Kamala? No, it is not. Uh, Rick for the steal. Is that Curry Man? No, it is not. It's Justin Roberts. Hey, that's what the f- he's what? got a yeah. music. Yeah, apparently he does. Stupid. How the hell would we know? We never see it <laughs> unless we're there. Like, you know what? I would have went exactly what you guys said too. Like Kamala, that was a good one, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, Rick, <laughs> this goes to you. Is that Emma? Yes, Emma. The real deal. <laughs> all right, where you're is up. She, where is she at? She, she I thought she was TNA. Impact, wasn't? yeah. Impact, okay. Tennille Dashwood. Yeah. I didn't know where she was. Oh. All right. Uh, Rick's up four to two. Clay, this one goes to you. no four to yeah four to two. Yeah, four to two. So it yep. goes to you, Clay. Randy Orton. Yes, Randy Orton. Yeah. Hey, you want to listen? That's a good song too. It I is. Like that it is. Yeah. All right, goes to Rick. Rick could win it with this one. Here you go. Well, Ahmed Johnson. No, it is not. Clay for the steal. Is that Sable? No, it is not. It's Tony Nese. Ow. You know, I will say this. We had this song about a bunch of times, and you yeah. guys never get it. Nope. Never get it. All right. Uh, this one goes to Clay. Uh, you can tie it up with this one. Here you go. Uh, um, Emma. No. No, it is not. Rick for the win. Is that Kai and Ty? 
No, it is not. It's Jushin Liger Thunder. Ah. Oh. His only entrance song in NXT. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rick, it goes to you for the win. Here you go. I'm already mad at myself. Is that Hulk Hogan? No, it is not. Clayford Steele, tie it up. Is that uh, Hillbilly Jack? No, it is not. It is the big boss man. Fuck me, oh, bro. My goodness. Wow. As soon as Cop County wow. hit, oh, that's big yep. I was like, oh, no. All right. Wow. It goes to Clay to tie it up, right? Yeah. Yep. Here you go. Kane. No, it is not. Uh, Rick, for the steal and the win. Is that big show? No, it is not. It's Kevin Nash. Oh, my God. What's going on, bro? <laughs> jet lag. Blame it on the jet lag. <laughs> is that what you're blaming it on? Yeah. All right. Uh, Give me the win. Rick for the win, right? Yep. yep. Okay, here you go. Rick the Model Martel. Rick the Model Martel. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Good job, Rick. Yeah. Happy birthday, Clay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Clay did not get a birthday win this year. Oh. Poor guy. I did not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, maybe next how, year. How it happens. Yeah, we don't own rights.